welcome to Dynastream's podcast, I said a prayer for you today. My hope is that you will be powerfully encouraged through real life situations, prayers, and encouraging words. Each episode is from the heart, not trying to be perfect, just being real for real needs. Feel free to share these episodes with those that you feel may need some loving strength. All right, let's begin. Hello, my friends. I'm here to encourage you today from Matthew and Luke. So I'm going to read from you specifically um, chapter 5 in Matthew, starting with verse 43. And these are the words of Jesus. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. For he makes his Son rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brethren only, what do you do more than others? Let me read that again. If you greet your brethren only, what do you do more than others? Do not even the tax collectors do so? Therefore, you shall be perfect just as your Father in heaven is perfect. And I'm going to read one more out of verse 6, or on chapter 6. And this one spoke to me specifically as I wanted to encourage you and something that was on my heart that I have been struggling through. And then it just, I realized different spirits at work. And so Matthew 6 says, Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. And so I just want to encourage you because I started out with this struggle and then some action as a a battlefield for that struggle, doing things and trusting God. And it's amazing how he shows up. And then just as I was hitting the phone to record the encouragement to you, he reminded me when he talked about the tax collectors, he also reminded me of Zacchaeus. So I'm going to go back to when I went to record. Interestingly enough, it said, you know, your microphone, you have to go change the settings in your microphone. I've never had to do that. It's just been available. So what that told me is the the ability for my voice to to speak my voice, which my heart, my hope is that my voice will be from my heart for the Lord. Well, that was trying to be shut off, that it can't be heard if you turn off the microphone. It cannot be heard. But I will share with you, regardless, God hears your heart. And when you pray and speak, and especially when you speak his truth, it doesn't need a microphone to get all the way across the world. When you speak and pray to the Lord God Almighty, it is amazing how he can take that, get it to where it needs to be, he can do that anyway. But when we are participants in the work of the kingdom of heaven, it's amazing how he will show you 
your heart for him to glorify him will do great and mighty things because Jesus said we will do great and mighty things we will do more than what he had done not because of who we are but because of who he is and not because of what we do but because of what he did and I just want you to remember Jesus died on the cross for you and I know you know that sometimes we have to be reminded it's like well he did it for all he did it for you know the lost sinners and he did we were all in that position we all are in need of a savior and actually we need him every single day because he is love and God is love and we can't get to the father except to the son and it's not that we need um somebody in between us and God. We can communicate directly with God, but it is the intercessor. When we said yes to Jesus, the intercessor, Christ himself, intercedes on behalf of us to his Father in heaven. God hears your heart. Why? Because Jesus lives in your heart. And when it says that his son will rise on the evil and on the good, since reign on the just and the unjust, he hears the hearts of those who have not said yes to him as well. Because God so loved the world, he loves everybody. It's just that everybody doesn't know it. And there are times when we've accepted Christ as Savior, and sometimes we doubt ourselves, God's love for us. I know I go through struggles with that. I go through struggles with I'm not good enough to be a Christian. Because there are different things people are called to. And if you're trying to be like somebody else, You cannot walk in their calling. You have to walk in your own calling. You have to walk in the plans that God has for you. What does he say? I know the plans I have for you. To give you hope. They're not to harm you. But it's the plans that he has for you. And some people want you to carry out the plans that God has for them. But they want you to carry it out with them. For their own glory. And I know there's people that they're doing a great work. And sometimes it just seems like it's all about them and and their business or whatever it is. And I imagine it's all too easy to fall into that, I want to say, trap. Because we are daily to seek him, to ask God, what would you have me do? Because it is difficult out there. And the reason I came to share this with you as I went through this like inner struggle, God has just given me my, like it feels like he gave me my joy back as I started to encourage people more. And see, when you're in the workplace or you're in the, um, out in the world, school, wherever it is, even church, there's a whole lot of junk coming against you. Sometimes by well-meaning people and sometimes by those who want to spitefully use you and persecute you and maybe they even hate you sometimes they don't know why sometimes they just want to get rid of you because you agitate them and all you're doing is your job but then sometimes it's really difficult and you get called to do things because people are spitefully using you and then you feel angry and then you just wear that anger you wear that that junk from the enemy And what I want to encourage you is I was walking through some of that. And then you look like the bad guy. I look like the bad guy. 
because I would get frustrated. I would get so discouraged. I would get so feeling deceived and lied to because this isn't what was told to me. I feel like the bait and switch because they want to get you to do whatever it is. Figuring, well, you're a Christian, so you're just going to bow down. And you're just going to be this meek little whatever. It's like, no. You're there to do a good job. You're there to honor, and you're there to serve. You're getting paid for it. But when they spitefully use you, that's different. When people use you against your will, they use you for something, for their own tactics, for their own whatever it is, for their own laziness, for their own greed, whatever it is. But when they spitefully use you, that's not very nice. It doesn't feel very good. And when you wear that, that's when it's allowing other people to steal your joy. Life is difficult enough. I walk through so many things, and so have you. And you know life is difficult enough without other people spitefully using you and putting their junk on you. But as you pray for them, sometimes you feel it. Or working around people when they legalize all these drugs and stuff, and you're working around them. And yes, it's even in the workplace, and you feel it. And as an intercession, it's you feel junk. You feel this terrible stuff. But they're allowed to do it. And you feel like, why? All these things are allowed, but it affects others around them. But they're allowed and permitted to do it. And so I was seeking the Lord going, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. You know, I just, I really wanted to just run away. And I was asking the Lord. And so he just touched on my heart to encourage. And I even shared this with someone. I had to go where people are in my face all the time, all the time, all the time. And so I decided I was going to ask them questions. After all, I work in a supposedly a Christian environment. So I began to ask each one that would come in front of me, come up to me. So how has God blessed you today? How have you seen God today? What are you thankful for today? Keeping them in the positive and, and the Christ-centered And I know when you say God, it could be to them, to different people. If they're not Christian, it could be any God. But my heart, the Holy Spirit, will do what only he could do. Because those are what he put on my heart to ask them. And only one person, and I don't know how many, said that they were forgiven. They were thankful that they were forgiven. And I said, wow, you know, that one, I just, that touched my heart so much. So many people just have this standard answer that they woke up that day. All they're thankful for is that they got another day at life. And it's just amazing how many other people, they just would start thinking. They're thankful for friendships. They're thankful for so much. And then I started to see things that they're thankful for. And then they would share their heart Some of them are thankful for this day that they woke up because other people hadn't woken up that day. They passed away the day before. And some things were were really heart-wrenching. Why they were thankful for this. Some people tried to take it, twist it onto the negative. Oh, I'm thankful for whatever because if I watched the news and I couldn't go there, I knew I was supposed to encourage them. 
But what do you see today that you're thankful for? And if someone didn't really know that they just said they were thankful that they woke up, I encourage them as they went out the door to watch for God's going to show up for them today. And I just felt like God gave me this joy. And it began with the first one. All I did was step out in obedience and ask that first one, how has God blessed you today? Where do you see God showing up for you today? Some might not even know. You could feel the agitation in a couple people, but for the most part, it brought them so much joy to focus on gratitude, where God is, who God is, how they are blessed. Some give their religious candy answer, but I know if God's having me ask him that, he's doing far greater than I can think or imagine by a simple act of obedience. And then I turned to another teammate and I said, this is how I'm fighting my battle. Encouragement. And God encouraged me right back as different things would come before me or cross my path. They would be his truth. They would be things that are on my heart, desires of my heart. There would be more encouragements. And all I did was step out an encouragement to ask people how God's showing up. Because when you work for another company, there are certain things they want you to say. You have to say. But you know what? Some of these things I don't have to say. I don't have to ask them how how they're thankful, what they're thankful for, to point them in the direction of gratitude, of where's God, how is God showing up. It was simply amazing watching the responses and watching the lights go on because they would come up and they would just be your normal every day. And I would watch the light in their eyes just start shining as they thought about gratitude. They thought about, wow, what am I thankful for? I saw the lights go on and it was simply amazing. So I want to encourage you As you pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, you watch God show up for you as you act in a simple act of obedience. What are you thankful for today? And I know you're probably thinking right now, wow, what am I thankful for today? It's too easy to go the other direction. And sometimes it's really tough to go that direction, but you just take one step and God helps you the rest of the way. It's that one step towards him. He helps you the rest of the way. And you see, I thought it was really interesting because when it says even the tax collectors, and he reminded me of the story of Zacchaeus. And you remember as the the story, the Bible story of, you know, for children or even adults, Zacchaeus was a wee little man. A wee little man was he. He climbed up in a sycamore tree. Well, when Jesus came to Jericho, it's in Luke chapter 19. He wanted to see Jesus. I don't know if he wanted Jesus to see him, but he wanted to see him. But because he was short, he had to climb up to a higher spot. He had to climb up to a higher perspective. He had to get beyond himself to see from a different perspective. He was looking for Jesus. And not only did he see Jesus, Jesus saw him. And he said, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. 
Well, the crowd were thinking, oh my gosh, this guy's a sinner. He's a tax collector. He's a wealthy man tax collector. But when you look at what happened, Jesus wasn't there. He didn't see him and call him down to go to his house to chastise him. Verse 10 says it all. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. I want you to really contemplate that in your life. Because the uh, verse before, and Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because he also is a son of Abraham. Because Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, 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 I give half of my goods to the poor, and if I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore fourfold. The tax collector repented to the Lord. He received salvation. That was his purpose in going to his house. Not to chastise him. Many times when a tax collector comes to your house or when authority comes to your house, it's not for good, it's for evil. It's to destroy. It's to show their power. It's for you name it. But when Jesus comes to the house, the house of the lost, the house of the broken, the house of the the destitute, the house of those who are crying out to be loved. He doesn't come for evil. He doesn't come to do bad things. He comes to seek and to save that which was lost. What was lost in your heart? For me, it was amazing because it didn't show up till just this moment as I'm about to share it with you. In my workplace, my joy was lost. I allowed other people's junk to just stifle that joy. My joy was lost. Jesus came to save that which was lost. He gave me my joy. And when people asked me, when I asked them, you know, what are you thankful for today? And a few people asked me, what are you thankful for? After they answered, it was sincere. There were some that weren't sincere at all, and I, I didn't even answer that. But when that was sincere, I looked at him right in the eye, and I said, unspeakable joy that only God can give, despite the circumstances around, despite what's going on. He gave me unspeakable joy today, and I'm thankful for that. I saw the light just light up in them as well. Because it wasn't just something you say. It's not just something. It wasn't a canned answer. I knew that joy, those questions, what I felt, what I was experiencing with them, the light that I saw go on. I knew that was from God. Something only he could do. Simple question. I saw the light go on in them. As they looked from the darkness to the light. As they looked towards God, what he's doing. Gratitude, salvation, hope. It was amazing. It still is amazing. And I can't tell you, it's going to happen every day. This is a whole new, I, I don't know, but I know he's called me to encourage. And sometimes it is so tough to encourage. But when he gives me those little nuggets of hope, just that one little step 
And it wasn't because of someone to be seen by someone. I realized and then God also, (laughs) I realized that and God also showed me so many people are hurting out there. The things and the desires of my heart, things that I've tried to do in the past, they're, they're still desires, but I set them aside. He showed me the need for that. He showed me the need because people are broken, they're hurting. But they're thankful for simple things. They weren't thankful for material things like big houses or lots of money or um, success. They were thankful, many of them, just for waking up that day. Some of it, they didn't know what else to be thankful for. And it's just a canned, to me, like a churchy answer. Oh, praise God, I woke up today. Well, yeah, he breathes life into people because he can give life and he can take it away. Every day is a gift. It truly is. And he gives you, for me, the joy. That's why I said today. Because give us this day our daily bread. He gives you something for that day. He gives you for that day what's needed that day. It was so needed these days that I did that. And it brought so much encouragement to me as well. Lifted me out of that miry pit that others had thrown on me. And I just didn't know what to do. And so I was just like, Lord, I need your help. And he helped. He showed up not just for me, but so many people that came across my path. Is it about me? Mm -mm. Nope. It's about what God can do with one simple step of faith. One step. Faith. What God has for you. And watch him show up for you and all those around you. And so I just want to encourage you today with that. And the reason I read chapter 6, that first verse, Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Number one, that was confirmation that it wasn't for to be seen by men because God gave me confirmations. The rewards will be in heaven, but that he would show up for me in a way that just, I felt that joy. I felt it. I experienced it and I saw the lights go on and I know they felt it too. So I want to encourage you with that. But it stemmed from another story that previous week. <clears throat> when it's, re- it's hard to explain, but I did something that was on my heart. I baked. And I took it in. I put it in the break room. And I put a note. Feel free. I laid it out there. And if they wanted one, they could have one. And if they didn't, it was their choice. And if they didn't want any, that's okay. I did what was on my heart. And here's what God showed me. There were people that absolutely loved it. And I'm like, take some home with you to your family if you want some. It's okay. And then someone would call me out. 
the following day, which was actually a holiday, they would call me and they had been spitefully using me. They would go, I have something for you. They would hand me something out in the public, out in front of everyone. So what happens if I say no? It was a harmless thing. I said thank you and I put it over to where I was being spitefully used. I put it over there. And it agitated me. And I was like, Lord, why would that simple gift like that, why would that agitate me? I mean, I know what the person was doing and how they how they do their job in the spirit. It's a religious spirit. And I took it to the Lord. And that's when he showed me. Religion will force it upon you that their deeds will be seen by others. And your response to them is going to be how, you know, like I don't even know how to explain that part because it's not about that. And what God showed me is when I put it in the break room, they had a choice. They could choose or they could choose to or choose not to partake. And see, Jesus went to Zacchaeus's house. And he didn't beat him over the head. You need to have this. He just said he's coming to his house. Zacchaeus was searching for him. So he went up to a higher perspective. He saw things differently. And if he's short, he wasn't seeing the backs of men. He wasn't seeing people blocking his path. He was able to get to a higher perspective. Into a tree that only God can grow. And he saw not only the Savior, but the Savior saw him. And it's just amazing when you make that connection. Jesus came to his house. Zacchaeus repented. And the Son of Man said to him, he, came, he comes to seek and to save that which was lost. Zacchaeus made a choice to repent. He made a choice. We choose to accept the Lord. It can't be forced on you. You can't force love. God is love. Some people want to force a lot of things. I've had a lot of things forced on me in my life. And I'm very leery of anyone who wants to force something. And I feel it even in daily things. They want to force change. And when you're seeking and walking with the Lord, he has you in the palm of his hand. And he says, no one can pluck you from that place. So when you take a step of faith, you trust that God can do far more with that step of faith than anything of the religious spirit or the religious world or the things that are forced upon people. And I know I've cried for people when they didn't want to choose because they didn't see because of people they were looking to. They couldn't see a reason for it. All they saw was judgment and all they saw was hatred and all they saw because they were seeing the backs of men. But when you climb to a different perspective, you seek, you look up. And as you look up and you seek the Lord, your eyes on him from where your help comes from, 
He will give you the step of faith. Zacchaeus climbed up a tree. He took a step of faith, probably many steps to get above the the height of the people. But he got to a place where Jesus saw him. And there was a whole crowd. But he went to that man's house. He saw what that person did. He saw. It's like his spirit connected because God pointed him out. He is God himself walking amongst a crowd of people. Like the woman with the issue of blood just touched the hem of his garment. And something went out. Who touched me? He knew. Somebody needed something he was carrying. He knew somebody needed something. And it went out. It didn't even touch him. And it was in the trees above. It wasn't as if he was right in front of him or grabbed hold of him or said, come over, I want you to come to my house. He probably didn't even feel worthy for him to come to his house. But it's evidence. If I have, I restore. God is the restorer. So not only did he repent, but God restored things in his heart. He restored for that man because he comes to seek and save that which was lost. So I started because of a struggle I was walking through. People spitefully using for their own gain, for their own laziness, for their own whatever it is. But when you take that step of faith and you do to love your enemies, the enemies, they could be the people around you. But remember, our battle is not with flesh and blood, but powers and principalities. Some of these people are carrying powers and principalities that are fighting you. They're fighting the spirit of the living God. Because when your love is poured out, it is powerful. Not because of you, because God is love. His love is powerful. Holy Spirit is powerful. His power is above any other power and principality. True, authentic love is powerful. And love never fails. People will fail. Love never fails. So when Zacchaeus got out from the backs of men, the the backs of people, the crowd, he was actually to rise above that. And he dined with the Savior in his own home. And remember, you are the house of the living God. How lovely is his dwelling place. You are lovely, my friend. Your love pouring out sometimes unbeknownst to you is powerful and sometimes all you have to do is show up sometimes you have to take a step of faith and seek the Lord focus on him because man or people will try to be in that place to get you to take a step of faith as though it were God So you want to discern the spirit, discern the truth. God will, he will show up in your heart and in your spirit. And sometimes you don't understand why you have to do this. To bake cupcakes. I baked. And it was a day ahead. 
of what would normally be. And so I did. And I watched God show up and he showed me his truth. He showed me the religious spirit will be so that everyone can see. But the step of faith, the humble heart, the spirit, the Holy Spirit gives people a choice. It's not about the cupcakes. It's not about what was offered. It was about the truth. God gives us a choice. And when we choose him, and when we choose, sometimes it doesn't look like it should. Trust him to work out all the details. Because he is mighty to save. He, came, he comes to seek and save that which is lost. And the lost shall be found. He will go after that one that is lost. To bring it unto salvation. To bring him to his heart, close to his heart. To provide them a place in heaven. To provide them a place of heaven on earth here. Where the kingdom of heaven operates here on earth. That they know they are loved. That they know, that they know, that they know. Love is real. God is real. Heaven is real. His truth stands. It's timeless. God is one who was, is, and is to come. Timeless. And so I just want to encourage you with that today. Reading Matthew chapter 5. And into verse 6. And as you're doing things that you think are worthless, or maybe nobody notices, doesn't matter, trust God to take all of those pieces for His glory, and He'll give you those nuggets of hope. So I want to encourage you today where is God showing up for you today? As He brings those pieces together and shows you a nugget of hope. And he'll remind you of something. Remember when you did this, you didn't understand it, and you thought it was just wasted? And he'll show you his glorious love in your heart that it did not return void. So I want to encourage you, my friends, what you do with your heart towards God and your heart for the Lord, it does not return void. His word will never return void. It says so in his word. It says so in his truth. And he comes to save that which is lost. So I want to bless you with that. And I want to ask you to look for how God is blessing you today. It could be ginormous. Or it could be small. That means everything to you. But it might not mean anything to anyone else. Great or small. God's blessing. Brings life. That light turns on. Go shine your light so that others can see him in you and see him for them. That love will flow. The enemy can't stop God's love from flowing. So I just want to bless you with that. And may the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Amen. Thanks for listening to Dynastream's podcast. I said a prayer for you today. For more encouragements, visit our Facebook page at Dynastream LLC. That's D Y N A 
S-T-R-E-A-M-L-L-C. We'd love to hear from you. See you there.